Check one, two, check one, two. Miami on the Rocks, Casey Chops. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at MIA on the Rocks. Follow us on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. Today's guest, the homie of me and Jazz and M, we interviewed her on our last podcast, the No Filter Podcast, like five years ago. It's been a minute since I've seen you. Jasmine Kadavid, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. good? Thanks for having me. You, you see me put that Latin twist on it, right? Yes, I no, heard uh, that. You're Kadavid. <laughs> Do it a Colombian, right? Si. But no one. How 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 do people usually say your name? Like Jasmine Kadavid. I'd be like Kadavid. Yeah. Is <laughs> yeah. that is that does that bother you or not? Nah, That's I've been Kadavid since always in school. Like my yeah. coaches would be like Kadavid, Kadavid. So yeah. I'm just like it's Kadavid. Like oh shit. Okay. So yo, we haven't talked in like five years. Um, you're from here, right? Yes. And Broward Dade. Dade. Day. But I mean, I I lived in Broward too, so you know I was okay. back and forth between um, Broward County and Miami Dade County. Where, where but Miami I was born in up? Miami. I'm from North Miami. Grew up in Miami Gardens, then went to <laughs> Miami Lakes, and okay. then I went to Miramar. Okay. But, but Miramar, I was already an adult when I went there. Got you. So I mean, we haven't spoken a minute because you were on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. I was and in Vegas for five years. Five years. How yeah, was that? Why Vegas? Well. um you know, I, I was in a, like, you know, a bad relationship. And when I got out of that relationship, kind of wanted to, like, start fresh. And then I knew that they had, you know, the whole cannabis thing, getting legal over there. They had plenty mm-hmm. of um, conventions. like, And I knew people over there already because I had been there a few times. So um, I went over there and I started uh, Jazzy Rolling Papers mm-hmm. with all the conventions and... Um, yeah, I, I just, it was supposed to be only a year or two. Mm-hmm. And I ended up just being there for like five fucking years. I'm allowed yeah. to cuss, right? Of course. All right. Yeah. Yeah, five. And then, you know, I, the Jazzy CBD, I started that out there too. Um, and it's, it's still based mm-hmm. over there. I'm in Vegas once a month, you know, for like really? a week at a time. Yeah, just that hemp world and, um, wow. you know, working with the company and everything. But what made you want to stay in Vegas and not just like go to LA right there? Well, um, it was good for business, you know, it was very mm-hmm. lucrative, so it was good for my business, but I, it was close enough to LA mm-hmm. that I was always there oh, anyways. You were there often. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know why, like, you know, I, I, at first, like, I just didn't want anybody, like, really in my business like that. Um, so I was, you know, just before I even went over there, I was like, well, I'm going to LA, I'm going to LA. Mm-hmm. Didn't want, um, I don't know, you know, I was making a big move in my life and, um, mm-hmm because of my reasons i just kind of didn't want a lot of people in my business like that mm-hmm. um but yeah you, you, you it, like it to like stay out of the mix or um, no i mean were you were you like in vegas were you like in the strip with the tourists like no hell no you were like in the cut yeah outside i always you know i don't mm-hmm. re- i don't like to really be in the city like that yeah i don't like all the traffic i don't like all the craziness like mm-hmm. i want to be in the nice quiet neighborhood mm. you know where nothing really happens you know shit is cheap over there too right Yes, like the, real, the cost of the living, real estate, yes. and everything, right? Mm-hmm. And um, you know, that's a city. Like I said, it's a lucrative city. It's growing right now. They got the Raiders. The Raiders are oh, coming shit. there. Yeah, the Oakland Raiders are now the Vegas Raiders. Mm-hmm. They um, their hockey team last year they went uh, to the finals. They got they won second place. Mm-hmm. Um, so like the city is growing. If you bought real estate out there, you made money on it. Wow. So you're you're obviously a pothead like me. Hell to yeah. like be investing in so damn we should have brought some bud um but so the rolling papers was like your first project over there yes and how did you end up developing that like what was the process into doing that so the rolling papers um you know i kind of have always been in like 
you know, the cannabis culture, like even mm -hmm. black market, people always know me to just, you know, be around it and have things mm -hmm. to do with it. Um, so an opportunity came to me. I was always doing the, like the cannabis, uh, conventions and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like I booked as a model, um, and an opportunity was presented to me with, um, you know, manufacturers. I, I, I had a friend of mine that I linked up with it actually at a cannabis cup. Mm -hmm. And then um, he's like, look, I have these manufacturers. They're out in DR. Mm -hmm. You know, you can go over there. So basically, DR, I went, that's random. Yeah. Then, well, so the it's actually manufactured in Spain and France. And mm -hmm. then DR does all the packaging. Got you. So um, I went to DR, you know, I went to the factory and um, I picked uh, out that there were so many different type of papers to choose from. So I picked out what um, I thought, you know, was best, what I like to smoke. The glue mm -hmm. is non-cancerous. Mm -hmm. um, the brown uh, non-bleach paper, is in, it's comparable to a raw paper. Okay. Slow burning, all organic. It's not, is it a hemp? It's 100% hemp. Mm -hmm. um, like I said, the glue is non-cancerous. Like It's really, really luxury top quality paper. I brought out the mm -hmm. first um, FDA approved pink rolling paper. Wow. So that one was uh, pretty good. That was like a major focal point of the rolling papers. And then there's ultra thin, which is essentially the thinnest paper you can smoke. Mm -hmm. You know, the less that you're smoking, the, yeah. the better, the healthier. Yeah. So how did that end up going for you? Like, how do you hustle that? Like, is it... You're just shipping orders every week or you're just getting them from DR and just packaging them and, and getting like custom labels done and just shipping them out to. Bro, like honestly, like all this entrepreneurship, like it's a trial and error thing. You listen to people, you know, mm -hmm. you try to take advice and, you know, guidance and let people like try to show you the ropes. But <clears throat> I started so many different ways. I even when I first started the company, I was even going from um, store to store myself, me wow. and one other guy I was going um, from store to store. And I was just selling by by the boxes because gas stations and smoke shops, mm -hmm. they'll buy, you know, maybe two or three boxes of each each one. Mm -hmm. Now, if you, um, you know, let's say you wholesale it fucking twenty five dollars, mm -hmm. you know, each little box. Like, I mean, at the end of the day, you did come out with a couple hundred dollars just selling fucking papers. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I tried that, like going down, hitting every shop. Like I just was learning from what, you know, the OGs mm -hmm. that had these companies, Cigarillos, you know, he was mm. teaching me like, hey, look, you got to buy this. You got to, when you go to these shops, make sure you present and do that. Um, but now I'm on a whole different scale of wholesaling. So I really don't, I don't even, you know, deal with, um, deal with the stores or anything gotcha. anymore. It's at the factory. People basically order everything online. We have a wholesale e-commerce online store. So it's got the CBD, CBG, Delta 8, and my rolling papers all on the site. Oh, so you have like an online store. Just Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. Do you smoke Do you smoke rolling papers over blunts? Like you prefer to Hell smoke yeah. papers? I do not smoke blunts. At I, all. And I, I've smoked every type of paper. I've smoked grabos. I've smoked backwoods. I've smoked um, duchess. I've tried every single one. And I'm, I like papers. It's the healthiest. You know, I'm a singer. Mm -hmm. It's the best for my vocals. It's the best for mm -hmm. my throat, you know? like So I just try to stay away from all the harsh shit. Yeah. I grew up smoking Dutchess, but once like everyone started getting on the backwood wave, I was like, you know, I'm going to sit this one out because that shit is like straight. That's harsh to Bro, me. Bro, that like, shit is so hard. And then after yeah. a while, you start getting headaches. Yeah. I mean, know? but I, you, I do like the tobacco high with the weed. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, a different, yeah. the blunt high yeah. is dope, you know? But mm -hmm. once you start coughing black shit in the shower, tch, right. it's time You're to like, switch right. it up. 
up. It's yeah. time to change something. Yeah, so <laughs> you, you rather you rather smoke papers? Hell yeah, all day. Okay, so now, I mean, you got into the CBD game now. Mm-hmm. So what it, what is... What does that entail? Is it's it's better on the West Coast? I feel like things are gonna. I mean, shit, it's about to get legalized in New York. Weed, like, it's about yeah. to be. It's very. X, it's coming soon, right? Yeah. Very soon. Cali is already legalized, right? All the yeah, way. Yeah. Hell yeah. It's, I feel like Florida's soon too. I feel but, like so too, but you know, it's so many different like regulations and stuff that they gotta like pass. Yeah. You know, you know the government gotta make sure they make their money. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. What so what what got you into the CBD wave now? Like so after the my my business with the rolling papers then i got into um you know people like i said they always knew me to be in that world so mm-hmm. they were like you should come out with your own strand so wiz was like the first you know artist in you know hip-hop mm-hmm. culture who came out with his own shit mm-hmm. and then um me i was the first female in you know hip-hop culture who came out with her own weed strand i had jazzy kush really i linked up with um dr zodiac and corrupt from moon rocks and we created Jazzy Kush, and then out of Jazzy Kush, we came out with Banana Moon Rocks. But you were like in, the, in like the the, the 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 greenhouses and shit, like picking strands out and like combining things, or like how what was the process like like to make a strand? You know? Um, basically for me with that with that one, they basically gave me you know a choice, like of, options, of di- and shit. right? A different gotcha. different options, and um, the strand that I went with is a banana Kush. Which were, well, the Jazzy Kush derived from Banana gotcha. Kush, Banana OG specifically, okay. um, and I just I liked I liked that flower. You know, after comparing everything, I just really liked that one strand. Like it mm-hmm. was very very fruity. Mm-hmm. You know, it was really sweet and um, was it indica me, sativa indica. Okay, what do you prefer to smoke? Indica. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, there was a point that I thought that I liked sativa because they were like, "Oh, well, sativa it will keep you awake more." Blah blah oh, blah. I went through the same shit. So why? Why did you change your and mind? And I just feel like I don't get as high. That's all. Like I just feel like I'm not. As See, I'm high. the opposite. I feel like sativa gets me too. Like as I, it's crazy because <clears> as I get older, like I was never paranoid smoking weed, but as I get older, there's something about if I smoke too much, like the anxiety hits me the older I get. Yeah. And sativas are good for like creativity and shit like that. Like if you're going to make music or do things like that, but there's way more THC in sativas. So that shit hits me sometimes where like indigo is, is, is more chill. It's, it's, it's not as, I don't know. Everyone's different, but for me, I'd rather, I started fucking with indigos only after, after sativas, but okay. My bad to interrupt you. So, going into the cbd thing you created your own strand okay so yeah um i was with uh i was with them we had the jazzy kush um the banana moon rocks that derived from jazzy kush and um we ended up parting ways you know i wanted to mm-hmm. go do my own thing once we parted ways that was when i got into the cbd business and um you know again once again i linked up with some people opportunity was presented um you know we talked about it and it was just it worked out perfect because i wanted to go to a more healthier route i didn't want to like I'm all about like bettering yourself and being mm-hmm. a better version of yourself. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't want to like just go back into the same thing and be like, mm-hmm. oh, this is about getting high. Or, you, mm-hmm. you know, I'm passionate about what I do. So I thought the CBD thing was great because it helped so many people, children, yeah. older people, you know, and um, it's, it was a new market to tap into. So, so you liked because I mean, yo, I believe that you know, weed should be looked at as medicine. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Even CBD now that doesn't even have THC. So, I mean, you said that's what you were kind of into as well. Like you like the idea of like, you know, you're not just doing it to get high. Right. You like it as like to treat things. Like. Right. That, you know, it, it actually helps people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, bro. Ah, I'm trying to get my mom to smoke weed, bro. For real, she needs it. I, I think it'll like cure like all her stress. But she there's Give like her this CBD. Yeah, it's just this. because CBD. You, there's actually still THC in it. CBD has super super low contents of THC. So like if you get the CBD from the gas station or something, it's mm-hmm. the the legal limit is 0. 0.03 THC. It's nothing. You oh. know, it, it's there, but it's like close to nothing. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know, then there's CBG. CBG has zero traces of THC. Fucking CBG. CBG is basically the baby form before it turns into you know THC. Mm-hmm. Um, but it gives you all the medicinal benefits and it has zero traces of thc in it and it actually helps you stay awake and it um, activates the gaba receptor in your brain so it helps you learn easier damn you're hitting us with the science that's crazy yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I know a little something yeah, yeah you're talking about gaba receptors and shit yo. but okay dope so do me a favor plug your social media for the people that you know don't follow you already yeah um for those of you that don't already follow me please follow me on all platforms at jasmine kadavid at j-a-s-m-i-n-c-a-d-a-v-i-d dope so how long have you been back in back home in south florida i've been back since november this november 2020 mm-hmm. okay so ha, ha. i mean everything is closed on the west coast right did that play a part in you coming back like just the climate of the whole covid shit or did you come, what are the reasons did you come back for um well my sisters passed away in july and um you know it kind of just put I the did foot see, on the pedal I, to go wow yeah you wow. know my mom and you know she's down here and it just kind of like just to kind of be here for your family but yeah I, I wanted to come back regardless um but it just sped everything up you know and just made me come back home quick wow mm-hmm. how i mean that wow that that was that was a crazy uh because i remember you posting that and it was tr- like definitely traumatic what can you say to people that have gone through something similar to that as far as like healing within that process like well you don't ever heal you don't ever heal the pain doesn't ever go away so you just learn to cope but you learn to live with that like you learn to like you learn to you learn to get used to the pain all the time um and uh like grief comes in waves you know like Mm -hmm. i like in the beginning, like I remember, um, you know, it might be one good day and then it just comes and goes like it, it literally feels gotcha. like waves. Um, but the best advice that I can give is that use that, use that, use that fire. Cause mm-hmm. like when it happened, I still got the fire burning in me, but mm-hmm. like, you know, initially it just like, it gives you a fire inside of you, you know, like I just mm-hmm. have this fire in me, you know, like that i just want to go after everything in life and mm-hmm. tackle everything and it's like not waste a minute you don't want to waste a minute because like it opens your eyes to see that like tomorrow is not promised i might mm-hmm. not be here next week mm-hmm. you know and i don't want to waste no more of my time doing shit like for other people and what mm-hmm. other people think like i want to i want to live and do what makes me happy like i really don't give a fuck what anybody thinks no more mm-hmm. you know i I didn't release a whole bunch of my music, you know, because I was so self-conscious thinking like, well, you know, it's not good enough. Like, well, this ain't done the right way. And like my sisters would always, they were my number one fans and they would Mm -hmm. be begging me to drop my shit, you know? Mm. And like, 
it hurt me that I didn't I didn't get to drop my shit because, you know, I was just self-conscious and all that. So right. now with this fire burning, it makes you like, I don't give a fuck. Like the time is Got now. You. The time is now. So like best advice I can give people is like use that fire and turn it into something like positive. inspiration or motivation. You know what I'm saying? Got yeah. You. Use that pain. Use that fire and just go after the things that you want to go after, you know, like. Mm-hmm. And just what, know. So what else drew you back to South Florida in general? Besides that, was it just like, were you kind of over Vegas? You wanted, did you miss home? Hell yeah, I missed home, man. Sorry, not having any damn Cuban and Colombian food. It's like straight Mexican food. and um. Bro, I say that all the time because look, I've been, to, I, I, I've, been <laughs> like, yo, I've been to LA a lot, right? And LA is, people love LA. They think that's going to like solve all their problems, LA. Like moving to LA okay. for some reason, yo. But I say this all the time. I love LA. I love the way it looks. I love the city. But I, I can't get with the culture coming from Miami because I need that Caribbean, mm-hmm. Puerto Rican, Dominican, Cuban, Jamaican, Haitian, Colombian. Yes. I need that flavor. We're very festive. We're very, we live aggressively. We live hard. We live, you know, and when you go over there, it feels like everyone's just, just, I don't know. Yes. Can you speak to that? Because yes. you were over there. like So, so you know, I'm, I'm a Miami girl. Like, yeah. When I got over there, like, I remember I was, like, the few people that I met, I would be like, hey, you want to do, like, a barbecue? It's a a football game. I don't even watch football like that. Mm -hmm. But I just do it because it's the... it's the the, It brings people together. It's the thing of us getting together and Mm -hmm. eating together. That's what I'm used to. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm used to driving in my grandmama's house and having oxtail or Mm -hmm. something, you know? Like, that's what she does. She likes to cook and, like, invite people over and we all eat together Mm -hmm. and hang out. Nobody does that. People don't do that over there. Everybody is like, go make money, go home. Stay, you know, like people are very um, just. It's not like family driven, like. Yeah. And you got to think also um, Vegas is a melting pot. Like nobody's like there is people from there, but most mm-hmm. people, they're not from there. They're coming from other places, you know, to mm-hmm. come make money. Like, so people, they're just not like. And people would say that about Miami, but that's just like South Beach in that area. That's where it's like transplant people, you know. But if you go cross the bridge and you go to Broward and Dade, and that's where right. like the locals are at. And mm-hmm. there's a strong culture. Like mm-hmm. My grandma yeah. brought my whole family. So, I mean, you're talking about generations of us being born and raised where where in colombia are your parents from i'm half colombian i'm half guatemalan so my dad's side of the family they're from cali and then my mom's side of the family they from um zone (laughs) i don't don't know anything about Guatemala. it's funny because they're from zone six in guatemala so that sounds hard (laughs) yo zone zone six six. in guatemala sounds 10 (laughs) times harder than zone six in atlanta yo that just sounds like you're gonna get cut with a machete like going down the wrong block so yeah. you're half Calenia and half Guatemala. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's dope. And yeah, you definitely not. There's no Colombian restaurants over there. There's no. No. There's no like mute. Like there's no. They don't. There's no nightlife really over there. Everyone's you know going to sleep early over here. We go to bed a little later, and it's festive at night. And you know it's not. Well, they do have the nightlife there because mm-hmm. you know that that is one oh, thing. Oh, Vegas, that you're ha- right. I'm thinking LA. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely yeah, right yeah, there. The yeah, nightlife yeah. of Vegas. Vegas is like the city really didn't sleep, and that was mm-hmm. one thing that I did like there was always something open like to eat, you know, like over here, it's always something to go eat, you know, any time of the night, five o'clock in the morning, you can go to Los Perros, you know, like, um, that was one thing over there. The city really didn't sleep. Like there was always something open. Yeah. When's the last time you've been back to Colombia? Oh, I haven't been to Colombia. What? No, I haven't been to Colombia. Yo, I lived there for three months. For real? I go there like three times a year. I lived in Medellin for like three months. That's crazy. Um, I I want to go really bad. 
Yeah. I want to go to Cali. That's the only place I've been to Cartagena. I've been to Barranquilla. I've been to Cali. I mean, to Medellin, but I've never been to Cali. I want to go so bad. But yeah. damn, you have family over there still? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you come back to South Florida. So what's the, what's the, what's the new energy now? Like it's, you know, what, what are you still hustling? You're hustling the CBD. It's all e-commerce, right? So it's mm-hmm. all online. And what are the plans now, now that you're in South Florida? Well, you know, I still go back to Vegas, um, like once a month. Um, and I'm over there at Hemp World, just working, you know, with the, uh, the, the shop with everybody and helping around with the products. Um, but yeah, right now, like I told you, like my my ga- my foot is on the pedal, and um, I'm just really focused right now. You know, I like, I it's it's almost like I overwork myself to just you know stay busy and not think of any negativity. You know, like gotcha. it's, it's like I've made myself so busy, I don't even have time to like dwell on on bullshit. Yeah. You know, but it's also good to learn how to be present as well. You know, because if you're always focused on the future, you're not you're missing the present moment, you know? Mm-hmm. Facts. So, 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 I mean, you said you went to, how many cannabis cups have you been to? Uh, I've been to quite a few, yeah. Uh, how are those? Like, what was your experience at those? I love them. I love, I mean, I, you know, I love smoking weed. Yeah. Did you but, have um, your strands out there and shit? Like, yeah. Hell yeah, of yeah. course. Um, and actually, for High Times Cup, one of our strands, not the Jazzy strand, but one of our strands, last year, we won first place for the High Times Cup. We got uh, first place for Hemp Derived Pre-Roll. And this year, I just submitted uh, about four different, for four different categories for the Jazzy CBD. And I'm I'm pretty, I'm pretty, I've got pretty high hopes. I think that, um, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to take home the first place. Don't talk, um, talk your shit. Yeah, you know, I, I don't mean to toot my own horn, yeah. but you know, we, we we got a little something over there. You think you could make like a Miami <laughs> strand? Like, is there a culture here in Miami? Like, I think there's like grow houses and shit in Homestead, but it's not like the West Coast. Like, nah, right? Nah, nah. So you got the you got the music game going right now, crazy. Mm. You weren't. This is new for you, right? Like getting into the how how long have you been dabbling in music? I've been doing music for some years now. Got you. Were you doing it when when me, you, and Jazz and M linked up? I feel like we linked up longer than five years ago. Like yeah, probably twenty sixteen. Yeah, maybe that's when it was twenty sixteen. Nah, nah. I mean, nah. It was before then. It was like 2015, 2014. So yeah, maybe like seven years. Yeah. Um. But no, I no, I wasn't taking my music uh, career seriously at that time. No, but I kind of always been around music, like. Um, growing up, my stepfather, he was a drummer in a band. You know, we did practice with him two times a week. I would mm-hmm. sing at church. I sang in show oh, so choir. So you've always been singing. Yeah. You know, and then in show choir, I was always doing, I would get like the lead roles for like the little plays in school. So I kind of always been in it. It's just, um, I'd never took my music career seriously, mm-hmm. you know, cause I was out hustling and I was told that that's not a real job. You have to do this. You have, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, um, but even before I took my career seriously, like I was still doing stuff. I would I would do like you know, vocal strengthening. I I was with um in a serious relationship. He bought me all my equipment and mm-hmm. wanted me to go places with it. You were taking vocal classes. Yeah. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I did vocal training with Wanya Morris from Boys to Men. What? He's the one that made me take my career seriously. Wow. So he believed in you. Yes. So if it wasn't for Wanye, shout out to my boy Wanye mm-hmm. and Amber. Um, if it wasn't for Wanye, I, you know, I wouldn't have taken my career seriously and like made the steps 
so so, after that, it. so knowing that you took vocal classes i have a question for you do you think that you could learn to sing yes someone who cannot sing at all like i can't sing for shit but i could write and i have dope melodies but i can't sing if i took vocal classes i could learn to sing for sure like um your vocal cords are muscle mm-hmm. you know so if i haven't been in the booth for two months when i get back in the booth like i need a whole day of like hearing myself you know listening to my my tone again like but you could learn pitch and shit like that of course of course yeah Mm -hmm. i thought that was just like a god-given gift that you needed to have you know to to be able to sing you could definitely i mean it's more of a feeling you know singing is more of a feeling it's something you feel um and it came naturally to me but um after doing music for so long, I can see my progress for sure. Dope. Like if I listen to and your vocal ability for sure. Like yeah. if I listen to the first songs I recorded, I'd be like, what the fuck? Throw yeah. that shit away. I don't want to yeah. hear that. <laughs> my tone is different. Everything, you know? So, so to someone who hasn't heard any of your, your music combine two singers, who, what would you say your style is like? If you had to combine this singer with this singer, who, who inspires you? Who do you think, you know? Um, I guess you could say like, um, Chris Brown and Tanashi. Okay. You know, cause it, I'm, I, I don't know if Tanashi, I mean, Aaliyah, you know, who, a Janae Aiko, okay. Janae Aiko's got like, you know, the soft, sweet, I, I have like a soft, sweet voice, but I'm definitely pop R&B. You know, gotcha. Um, I was, that's what I'm gonna ask you. Are you doing anything in Spanish or no? I have. To, I recorded some. I did strike a pose in Spanish, and I never um, released it. And my what do you friend, mean strike a pose in Spanish? Well, strike a pose. It was a song that I did. Oh, oh that's the name of the song. Yeah, okay, yeah. got you. It was a, a big song of mine. I did that song in Spanish. I just never put it out. And my friends were just telling me the other day. They were like, "You need to put it out." So I'm contemplating just putting it on the EP that's the that lane, I'm about to watch. Especially now that you're back in Miami, like, cause you know. The whole game is in L.A. The whole music game is in L.A. If you, but Miami is the L.A. of Latin music. Mm-hmm. Everyone lives here. You have Sony here, Sony Latin. You have, I mean, rich music. You have producers. like So Miami, I'm excited for Miami and the music game right now because in the Latin market. So if you really like, you know, anchored yourself into doing some Spanish stuff, like the lane is open for that. All type of shit. Bro, I feel like that shit is calling me because you're like the sixth person, a no joke, just this year alone, who's telling me to do the Spanish. They've been telling me, um, but I mean, like, it just keeps coming to me. So I'm like, okay, like, I feel like I need to. The lane is more open that way. You get me? Like you, like, for example, the Tanashi trying to do that. There's a gazillion, gazillion singers like Mm -hmm. in that lane. You know what I'm saying? But as soon as you go come over here and you could do Spanglish, but just like experiment with the sound, like add Latin elements, because now Latin is, is like global. The, the demographics in this country are changing. Like everyone, you know, all the all, all the English singers want to Latin. You know, you got Jay Balvin doing songs with like Bieber now, and you got mm-hmm. you know Maluma doing songs with fucking Ray Schremer. Like there's all type of collaborating now. You know, mm-hmm. so yeah, that's the way. What's the what's the plans for the music though? Like you are you working on an album? You working on an EP? You just putting out singles? Lucy's? What's the? Yeah, um, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna put a, a body of work out. Uh, probably 420. I wanted to release it on March 11, which is my sister's birthday. But, you know, everything just, I have, I've had so much going on. I just shot the video for If You Let Me. So I'll probably just push it back to 420. That way I have more time to, like, market and promote it. Um, 
you know, let people know that it's coming. Do you write your songs? I co-write. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's important to get with it because, like, I had my boy Lunch Money on here. He's a, he's a big-time writer, and he was saying a big problem. Oh, yeah, I know Lunch Money. He was telling me a big problem is dope singers don't get with dope writers, and dope writers don't get with dope singers. Sometimes your power is not in your voice, it's in your pen. And sometimes your power is in your voice and not your pen. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So so it's important for singers to know that if they have dope vocal ability, to get with a good writer. You know what I'm saying? And not try to write everything yourself if you know your pen is not as good as your vocals. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So. For sure. I um I, and I'm really picky on like, you know, who I work with. So mm-hmm. I and I have a couple people that like I do trust, you know, as far as um, you know, coming up with seeing where we put the harmonies or, you know, taking my words and flip and helping me flip my words mm-hmm. to where, it, you know, it's it's uh, something that I wouldn't have thought of maybe by myself. Gotcha. Um, but, yeah, I do have a, a, a team of really good people around me that, you know, so I you, you, have, you have any producers you want to shout out? Any writers you want to shout out that you like to um, your go to's? Shit. There's a my, my boy Hitman Beats. Okay. There's a uh, Rudy. There's a uh, There's an Emmy. There's Mandy. I'm. It's so many people out there, but I guess the uh, those people are the people I've been working with lately. They're here. Or they're in lately. On the Danny West Coast. Boy Styles. Danny Boy Styles. He's out in L.A. Okay. Um. Damn, we got to get you in the studio over here. You have anyone you're working with over here? Yeah. Okay. They're mayors out here, you know, Mixmaster Studios. Shout out to Mixmaster Studio. Hell yeah. I I have um I did a song with Gorilla Tech. That was like one of my first singles that I put out flow. What? Yeah. That's classic that era. That Miami Juke era. He did all those You're songs. Right. Yo. I know. What? I know, I know. And and it's crazy because um he was a fan of me, but I was a fan of him. Like, I was a fan of Back the music. Then. You know, yeah, as a yeah. kid growing up, like, I hear all this shit. And then when I'm I, so when high, he became. shown all those Yeah, super and then when he became a fan of mine, I was like, oh, shit, you're my fan? Like, yeah. that's crazy. Like, I, yeah. I grew up listening to you. Like, Yeah. You, you staying away from the clubs? My mind is always on the money. Oh, of course. <laughs> you staying away from the parties and the clubs? Yeah, I'm not, like, a really big partier like that. Like, um, I'm. Yeah. You know, I got a daughter. I got a two-year-old oh, daughter. Mm-hmm. I got a two-year-old daughter. Congrats. Um, and, you know, juggling, motherhood, music, business. Like, that shit is hard. You know what I'm saying? Like, you need Trust time. Me. You need time by yourself. Like, I got dogs. You know, I, I have a house. Like, so it's hard, you know, for me to really get any extra time like that. And so it's like, nah, okay. I don't invite me out if it don't got to do anything with bettering my career or like, you know, yeah. I don't got no business out there. Anyways, okay. I'm not a fun drunk. So what do you mean? You're a fighter? Hell yeah. Damn, you're trying to fight these bitches when you get. I don't know what the fuck happens to me, but it's like <laughs> I start to drink. I start to drink and I'm everything's cool. I'm having a good time. But then once I'm already in that space where I'm having a good time, I get like overconfident and then I'll just be drinking from the bottle. And then after, you know, I'm drinking like that, then it's like if I get upset, like it's hard to get me out. Like it's hard to get me out of that space, you know, so. Can't just give you like a blunt to calm you down? Yeah, a joint? I feel like once I'm at that blackout stage already, I don't think like blunts do anything for me. Damn. You know, like. What's your record out here in the streets? They know. <laughs> they know. <laughs> Yo, Jasmine Kadavid, we here. Jasmine Kadavid for all my gringos. So, you know, being that you were in like the weed business, 
what and being in business must be difficult being a female like working with men mm -hmm. there's a lot of women that you know want to be entrepreneurs like you yourself what do you tell them like as far as you know there's it's hard to gauge it when men are genuinely interested in your business or when they're just trying to like you know hook up just with trying you. to fuck yeah just right. trying to smash like um how do you how do you deal with that so like you know for me yeah i do deal with that on the daily you know and it's not just in the cannabis industry it's in the music industry like all this stuff that i'm in is all male dominated i um I was licensed in real estate in the state of Florida. Mm -hmm. You know, it's another male-dominated thing because I, I wanted to buy and sell. You know, I, I flipped my first house like 23 years old. Um, Dope. And just being around like so many men and like so many people that look at me like I'm stupid because of how I look, or mm -hmm. maybe they think that I'm a pushover or that I'm sweet. Mm -hmm. You know, um, it's you know you just got to put your money where your mouth is and like. I have to talk to people, you know, and you kind of got to be shrewd, like you yeah, to the to the men, right? Yeah, like, I gotta be, you know, I'm very rough around the edges, but I'm really like that, you know, like mm. I'm really like this, so it's not difficult for me to like make my mark and show people like gotcha. the level of respect that they have to have for me. Gotcha. Um, you know, maybe a young Jasmine, you know, in school who was a lot, you know, more naive than, you know, it'd be a different story. But at this point in my life, I kind of, um, I know what I want. I know who I am. I know what I bring to the table. So um, when it comes to business, I'm, I'm crossing my T's. I'm dotting my I's. Mm -hmm. I'm asking all the questions. I'm putting in the work. I'm putting in the time. A lot of people, this is one thing I like to touch on is like a lot of people, um, you know, they think that, you know, just coming coming and showing up looking pretty and you know mm -hmm. doing the social media thing is enough that's not enough you got to be willing to put in them hours mm. behind closed doors so that's why i told you i still go over there you know once a month i'm there for a whole week and i'm doing what everybody in the factory is doing mm -hmm. you know i i i'm uh, woman enough to humble myself down and put in those, and those like hours. really oversee the process of yeah you know for sure for how, sure yo how do you feel about the current climate of just social media in general like i'm so tired you have, of that shit yeah yeah right because i feel like you were at the forefront of like now these women are really not giving a fuck you know you got only fans now and you 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 realize how many women were so close to like prostitution like when covid started happening and only fans like got popping and you were one of the first like I would consider you an, like an actual model. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You were one of the first ones to like, mm -hmm. you know, in Miami to like make a wave, you know, but you did it, you know, you always did it with like a class, you know what I'm saying? And it seems, correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems like today, like these young girls are like wilding out. Like, mm -hmm. It's crazy, bro. I, they sent me like some video, um, of my homegirls on OnlyFans and I like my jaw dropped. I was, I was appalled. Okay, I was appalled. Oh, they were really like I was like, busting what it open. the fuck? This is what this is what they're doing on only. Like, I didn't know that like it gets like it really goes down like that. You know, I was just like, oh, okay, whatever. They, you know, they finding another different hustle. Like, you know, maybe they're doing, um, you know, sexy videos, but it's like straight porn on some of these um people's pages and OnlyFans. And um, for me, like, if this wasn't my career, I would delete all my social media because I'm just so tired. I don't like one thing I don't like. I don't like when everybody starts doing this one thing. Everybody's doing it, it gets tiring for me and it's mm -hmm. boring, you know, like 
Um, so if this wasn't my career, I would just delete all that shit. You know, Yo, I like, say that all the time. If I wasn't a DJ, I wouldn't even have social media. I'd be so tired. You gotta keep up with that know? like facade. It's like you're forced to like deal with the fake game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? For like business purposes. Mm-hmm. Shit is trash. But yo, I interviewed a girl a couple weeks ago that makes twenty thousand a month on her OnlyFans. A month. Okay. Um my my boy, he manages OnlyFans account and How did, damn, we trying to get into that by the way. Me and we trying to manage these OnlyFans. Shit, I would dude. like to manage yeah. some shit too because yeah. I seen them numbers. I was like, I need to manage somebody right now. This girl did two hundred and thirty thousand dollars in December in one month. Okay, wow. he makes fifteen percent off of that shit. Wow, you do the math. Wow. Like that boy made money. Like he ain't even on camera. So how do we do this? You know these chicks, man. How many of them do you know? I don't. You know a lot of them. No, man. My best friend, she she deleted. My best friend don't have no social media. She deleted all that shit. Yo, do you th- <laughs> let me ask you this: Do you think a guy could have OnlyFans and make bread? But like a lot of look money? at uh, Jimmy Smacks. I have no idea who that is. What Jimmy Smacks? Yeah, you know, that's his name, right? Yeah, that's his name, yeah. Yo, you guys are questionable for knowing a male OnlyFans <laughs> yeah. model, bro. I'm just, the hey, fuck? first of all, they had him all on the, all on the podcast. You follow him? You have him on the... How much does he charge, bro? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? That's how you gonna do me on Nah, bro. You're not, no one knows your face. No one knows who I'm talking to. You're good. They have heard me multiple times. <laughs> Nah, but like he, he did some questionable shit on the internet. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Like, hey, he he gave head to um a tranny. What? Yeah. And hey, they had the yo. pictures all on 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 all the different stuff. All right. So, but as a woman, would you sign up for? Okay, because I'm of the belief that the people that are gonna follow these men that have OnlyFans are just gay men. Like that's most of their. Do you think women are signing up to OnlyFans to look at guys? Hell yeah. Really? Hell yeah. Okay, shit. Because I have a homeboy who I don't know one. You, we might know him. I'm not going to say his name. But I have one homeboy who does OnlyFans and he makes like, you know, 10K a month. But most of his following is gay men. He's not gay, but most of his following is gay men. You well, um, I have a friend. Um, he is fine as hell okay mm-hmm. he fine as hell he's a he's a model he's a male dancer um he, you know he t- does a little bit of acting but is he like light on his feet too he's got some sugar in the tank what does that mean no oh, okay. he's not at all he's not at all but when i tell you the amount of women that follow him he has like i don't know Maybe 300,000 followers, but the amount of women that follow him is crazy. He will, he'll, he goes to different cities and he'll just do, you know, the dancer shows, mm-hmm. you know, just, just dancing, stripper dance, stripper shows type Dang, shit. And the women, they buy these tickets and they cannot wait for him to come to their city. And I've seen, you know, he'll, he'll do, he does like BTS videos to show the parties and stuff and he packs them shits out and women pay. Women pay. But male, like he's naked type shit. Um, I think he like you seen the porn scene with the dude with the bear, the bear thing. You know what? Never no. mind. We're not gonna do that. But um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know male. Dan- I mean, I can see a male dancer, but a male only fans because women. I, you correct me if I'm wrong, but men watch women. Like, look, most of the men that sign up for OnlyFans 
they're using it to just fucking jack off and watch women, you know, but are women doing that to men? Cause most women I talk to, for example, that they're getting dick pics in her DM. They're like, yo, that shit is nasty. I don't want to see that shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like women don't get off the same way men get off. You know what I'm saying? Well, not every woman is the same. Yeah. There's probably like fat chicks (laughs) in fucking Boca Luca, Idaho that are like with the shits that. I mean, I don't know. You know, women, we have needs too. I just think that it's taboo. And I think that, um, you but know, are women visual lusters? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes. Right. We have conversations with each other and be like, that motherfucker is fine. Like, But are you signing up for an OnlyFans? That's what I'm saying. I know men will. I think about it. Yeah. I think okay. about it. Sometimes I'll be like, well, I just want to see like what's in there. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> you know. Got you. They, um, you know who else? Uh, what's his name? Uh, Sauce Walker. Yo, I don't know. I don't know these guys. Sauce Walker is a famous rapper from Texas. Bro, I don't know. Yes. Like, so his girl, his girl, um, uh, you Bambi, Bambi, Bambi though. Oh. Come on, man. I don't know. I've been doing so much Latin Spanish shit that I don't even know what's going on with these rappers, bro. I'm a DJ too. I don't even know that shit. <laughs> you like, I don't know who that is. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he, ha- he does the OnlyFans with her um she's That's like su- super she's super big on only fans um but yeah he doesn't he's and i'm pretty sure that a lot of women want to see their their a fucking, couples yeah they're no, rapper they you know yeah probably like well, i want to see couples different <clears throat> could you see yourself doing a couples only fan me doing only fans yeah. no never Mm-mm. we talk i'd be teasing my little boyfriend sometimes be like well i'm gonna make an only fans we're gonna do only fans just make the only fans videos and send them to him yeah. <laughs> you said what? Say no more. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, that's lit when you have a girl. I've had one, I've had maybe two girlfriends who are really into the sending videos type thing. Like, it's hard to find, but they're like unicorns. But Nah, it, I can't send no video. I don't I don't trust nobody. Really? I don't trust nobody with my videos. No face, no Yeah, word. No, yo, the wackest thing. Let me t- let me talk to the men real quick that are listening. The most corniest shit you can do on this earth is when you're mad at a girl, leak her shit, hmm. leak the things that were sent to you in privacy. That is the most cornball shit you could do. A woman could, bro. A woman could fucking punch me in the face and give me a black eye and i still wouldn't leak her fucking nudes that were sent to me privately that like, shit is corny as fuck yeah like men get like spiteful like that you know what i'm saying that shit is so corny um i actually had a bitch hack my account um like years ago your and ig i don't know how she she did it to me and aisha mm-hmm. and um like we both you know didn't like this girl or whatever but uh somehow she found a way to like uh get into our accounts and like she posted the thing is see i don't take pictures like that like mm-hmm. private stuff like i don't really take stuff like that because i'm always so paranoid but they but wouldn't I, be on your ig though but she no she hacked my iCloud oh she got into the iCloud and got into the yo, if someone hacks my iCloud it's a wrap for me that's all i'm saying yo <laughs> hack, hackers yo hackers just, whatever they don't know where my ip address is and shit anyway my bad so they hacked into your shit yeah and um i think like I think I had like a picture that I was like touching myself, but mm-hmm. you couldn't like see like, but you could see like my hand was there, you know, type shit. But it was like a private picture. It wasn't meant to be out for the public. Of course. Yeah. And she posted it on my, um, on my, I think it was like Twitter or something. What? Mm-hmm. And then she posted some of Aisha's stuff on mine also of Aisha being naked. <laughs> nah, but yo, that's a fact. I feel like women getting naked and, 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 um, um, 
I mean, degrading themselves, men would say, that's almost looked at as women empowerment. Like, go, girl, do it. Like, flaunt what you want. Like, bro, like right now, I was I was watching um some of the stuff from the Grammys today, like the videos and stuff, and um, you know, no disrespect to any to of Cardi the, B and Megan. You saw that shit. Yes, no disrespect to any of the women out there. You know, the hustlers who's out there getting it. I salute every every woman who's you know out there getting and doing her thing. But at the same time, I'm looking at this shit and I'm like. This has become so accepted that mainstream music is just at the Grammys. At the Grammys, that is crazy to me. That's crazy to me, and that's crazy to me that like you guys don't even think about that. You know, like our daughters, our kids are watching this. Even the Grammys will sell out for the check for the ratings. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. What comes next is Mm -hmm. my question. Like, and and damn, yo, I'm gonna. I don't want to get canceled, y'all, but it's like. Megan and Cardi are not even that, to me, talented. You know what I'm saying? To be do like if you're singing or doing something like with talent and, and you're a little risque with it, okay. But y'all, you, you you don't perform well live. Your songs are drowned in auto tune, so they don't sound good live when you perform them. And and it was just tacky to me at the Grammys. Like Grammys have always been like classy classy you know upscale like, john you know, legend like playing the untouchable. piano with candles untouchable, you know yes. what i'm saying and then you go oh coming right after the break we have a megan the stallion and cardi b performing wop <laughs> yeah it it's was great that was crazy that was crazy to me they, they said like a, a quote damn where did i hear this quote but i agreed with it it was like oh i think drake said it in the new ross in the ross song lemon pepper he said um uh uh fame is disconnected from excellence right now before if you wanted to be famous you had to be excellent Excellent. you had to have excellence whether you were talent whatever but now you could be famous and have no excellence to you like you could just be famous for fucking jumping off a building and surviving now you're famous Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying doing the stupidest shit now you're famous so yeah i think you know that's the trend we're going in now and and these kids my problem is when we grew up it was there was quality and trash right but the problem is now is that these kids whatever gets views is considered quality so it could be the worst thing in the world but if it gets views these young kids are considering it quality didn't and if, and it could be, Cat become famous from the moo moo song my point exactly and it could be the best thing in the world it could be the most talented thing you've ever seen but if it doesn't get views these kids don't consider it quality mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying it's it's like a sheep like thing whatever gets views is is good Mm-hmm. it's and, and we're, we're we're backwards i'm not you know i'm pretty pessimistic about the future with that shit in social media but um so tell people where they could find your music like did you you go by just jasmine kadavid on, jasmine on Apple kadavid, music? yeah that's my real name that's who i really am <laughs> um but yeah you can stream me download my music on all platforms uh you know apple music uh, Spotify and and all platforms, Amazon Music. How many records you have on like your own streaming services right now? Um, I think there's like five. 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 My, and I just uh, my boy Roberto Mesa. He just dropped his album today. I'm featured on that album with Jada Kiss. Uh, it's what? Biscuit. Uh, I think Dream Dolls on there. Do you have any videos out? Music video? Yeah, yeah. Um, there's Strike a Pose. There's Float. I just shot the video for If You Let Me. Um, oh. I shot the video for Sweat, but I never released it. Like, you know, why? Shit. Um, the, I didn't like the quality of it. Gotcha. I didn't like the quality of it. So that's smart to like to be aware of that it's not good and you can't don't release it. You know what I mean? Like some people just throw out whatever and release it just to have shit out. Well, even my if you let me video that I just shot, I'm like 
really not i'm not happy with it so mm. i'm making a lot of edits i want a whole bunch of scenes switched out like you know some directors like they have an eye for making shit like look, look like a movie some mm-hmm. directors cinematic you know every different people have you know different strengths right Mm -hmm. so this one in particular he just doesn't have an eye for capturing beauty you know um and i think i probably should have did it with somebody who knows how to look for like to find like see those best shots of me because i wanted this i want this video to be like sexy like you look at it and you could watch it with the music off yeah be like wow you gotta know know? angles you gotta know the lighting and and you gotta think i've been in this game for a long time i know Mm -hmm. what i want to look like on camera Mm -hmm. you know um i know what looks what i look good as fuck doing you know so mm-hmm. <clears throat> i just felt like you know it wasn't the best of my looks so probably gonna reshoot some things um you know and switch out a bunch of shots just until i feel like it's like up to par but yeah okay you definitely got to be on top of all your shit review everything and if you don't feel good and confident about it then don't put it out Facts. You know? there it is jasmine kadavid i appreciate you pulling up being humble you were like yo what we doing we pull up Da-da-da. so Hell yeah i appreciate that make sure you follow her y'all jasmine kadavid on twitter bomb there it is instagram and make sure you stream all her shit bomb wait keep going um, talk your shit so yeah if you aren't following me already make sure you follow me at jasmine kadavid if you have not checked out the site go to www.thejazzycbd.com you can find all of your cbd cbg delta 8 and jazzy rolling paper needs on the website it will get ordered straight to your house you can use my code jazzycbd for 10 percent off at checkout and make sure you download, stream, and listen to my song, If You Let Me. It's available on all platforms right now. And stay tuned for my upcoming project, Chasing a High. Damn, um, look at you. You media trained. You, <laughs> you've done a couple of these, I could tell. I, I, you know. Uh, but, um, shit. yeah, I got that upcoming project. Please stay tuned for everything that I'm doing. And I appreciate you guys. Thank there you. There it is. <laughs>